Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Welcome to today's episode of The Faithful Servant Podcast. There's a quote from Mel Gibson in the movie The Patriot that is going to bring today's episode to life. He's meeting with one of the generals and um, he makes the quote, I have long feared that my sins would return to haunt me and the cost would be more than I could bear. See, oftentimes we allow our past to dictate how we live today for fear of making the same mistakes, or we live in shame for what we did. Neither allow us to truly live life in freedom or to the fullest. Oftentimes it leads us to missing some of the things that would be blessings for us. And when I sit back and just think on, you know, my past, and from the alcoholism to the drug use uh, to the suicide, depression, anxiety, uh, to relationship issues, to work issues. Do I allow those struggles to define who I am? Do I allow those struggles to continue to affect how I look at life today. And we're going to look at what Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5.17 here today and really what God wants for us and how our relationship with Jesus is going to affect how we live today. So just a personal story. It took me a while to live in freedom. Even after I was a believer in Jesus, it still took me a while to understand what living in freedom truly is. Because I still allowed my past to almost define kind of who I am. And people would see that. And that's how I kind of portrayed myself is I'm this recovered alcoholic or I'm this recovered drug addict or I battle depression. And that's how people knew me. And that's not how God wants us to live. God wants us to not be defined by our past, but be defined by him. And so Paul writes this, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. And you might be sitting here going, well, I, I'm, I'm still struggling with my past. How if I'm a believer in Christ, how, how can I st still be struggling with things? 
How can I still allow my past to be dictating how I am making my decisions today? And how do I change that? How do I, how do I find that new creation where my past stays in my past? And I'm, I'm going to start with this one is, have you ever just sat down and identified what you're holding on to? Have you ever sat down and understood why you're holding on to them? You know, for me, it was kind of like a badge of honor. I held on to that depression. I held on to that recovered alcoholic or drug abuse has a badge of honor. Like I wanted to shout and say, this is who I am because of this. So the first thing I would tell you is sit down and really look at yourself and understand what your past really is. Identify what your past is so that you have now a knowledge, that you have an understanding. The second part that I want to talk about is letting go of it. And we've talked about letting go in the past episodes a few times of, you know, we, we just have to open our hands up and just let it go. And I've even talked about how that it might be one of the dumbest things that I've ever heard because no one explains how to do that. But in situations like this, God is saying to us is, you know, for you to move forward in life, for you to have the freedom that you truly want, you got to let your past go. It doesn't identify with you anymore. You can't stand on that pedestal anymore and proclaim that you are a recovered alcoholic. Yeah, that's something that you overcame. But God is saying to you, I want you to stand on my rock. I want you to proclaim to the world that you are mine. I don't want you over here standing on the rock of some recovered life. That's gone. But sometimes we like also holding on to the past because it's comfort for us. It's what we know. And we keep ma making the same mistakes over and over and over again because of that comfort. I'm afraid to move on from this. You know, that happens a lot in relationships. Like we find ourselves keep chasing the same type of person.
And then we sit back after the heartbreak and go, why did this happen again? Well, it's because we haven't allowed ourselves to move from that comfort zone. We haven't allowed ourselves to really look inward and go, why do I keep going after that? Those people are hurting us and we're going to stay in that type of environment because that's what's comfortable for us. Because that's what we know. We don't know any different. And again, God is saying, no, I want you to move closer to me. I want you to move and stand over here. I have a better life for you. Where Paul writes, behold, the new has come. You don't have to keep chasing after that anymore. Yes, this might be uncomfortable because you don't know what it's going to be. It requires a level of faith and trust in God. And that's scary. But God is saying the new has come. So where would you rather be in life? Stuck in the same old place? Or putting trust in God, knowing that it's uncomfortable? You know, I've, I've struggled over the last few months of trying to fully trust God in, you know, aspects of uh, relationships and and there I was on Monday night just praying to God before bed God I, I don't know I, I don't know what you have for me I'm really struggling here if this is the path that you want for me that you want me to continue to wait you want me to continue to learn patience you want me to come drawing closer to you then show me because I'm tired this has been a hard journey I'm tired I'm weak show me And I, I, I literally was crying Monday night in bed, just going, okay, God, here I am. I'm going to trust you, but I don't, I don't understand why. I finally got to bed. It was a long night of not really the best sleep in the world, but I woke up Tuesday morning. I opened up my journal book, started to write, and looked at the corner where... It was written, trust in God's timing. And the minute I looked at that, I just, I had to laugh at God. Because I was like, okay, you heard my prayer. 
and there was a, I, I'm going to be honest, there was a part of me that I was just like, I'm really mad at you right now, God. This is, this is not funny. You know, here I am pouring my heart out to you, crying, show me something, show me something. I don't know if I can keep going down this path. And then I wake up and I come to find you saying, trust in me and my timing. See, my past, if I, if I continue to live in my past, I, I would have given up. I'm not strong enough to do this on my own. There's a point where I would have hit rock bottom and said, my life, my sanity, who I am, I'm going to focus on me. But God's saying, no, Eric, that's your old self. That's gone. What I have for you now is someone who's patient. Someone who's going to focus inward on me. And that's what God wants out of us. Is just a relentless focus on him. It's uncomfortable. It's nerve-wracking. There's days where it could draw anxiety out of you because you just, you don't know. But the closer you draw yourself to God, you're going to find that peace. You're going to find that strength to carry forward. You're no longer going to look at your past but you're going to live with that freedom to say, I trust you. And that's what Paul's writing in this is we come to an understanding that we are a new creation. Once we accept Christ and, and like I said, at the start of this is, it wasn't, I mean, I found Jesus in 1997. Do you know when I finally found freedom from my past and all of its struggles? 25 years later, after giving myself up to Christ, I finally got to a place where I understood what it meant to have freedom in Christ. You know, we, on Tuesday nights, I've been having this kind of um, fresh start program in uh, our church and, you know, Here's someone who wants to know God, who desperately just is pouring out. I want to know God. I want to know the steps that I have to take to be close to God. And some of us kind of just spoke into him on Tuesday night and said, listen, the four of us here, 
We've been doing this for a while. And we're still not there. This is not a one-step, two-step, three-step, four-step process to find freedom in Christ, to be able to live for all that God has for us. This isn't a, hey, I believe in Jesus Christ, and now I'm free. You know, I, I heard a sermon by Billy Graham one, one time, and it, this one always sticks out to me, is when he made the comment, the closer we come to God, the more sinful we feel. And that struck me because it's true. The closer we become to God, the closer we find ourselves diving into the Word, into prayer, into a relationship with God, we start to recognize more of our past. And all the things that we struggle with, we start to recognize them more and more and more. Because God wants us to move away from it. So he's going to show us and allow us to experience all of it. Because he's saying, I want you to sit in it, I want you to identify it, and I want you to let it go. So that you can be free. Well, that's not an easy process, and that's not a quick one. But I'm grateful that I serve a God who never gives up on me. I'm grateful that I serve a God who doesn't look at my past and judge me on my past. I'm grateful for a God that makes me new each and every day. So moving forward, if you're sitting in a position right now and you're just going, I hear what you're saying. But I just don't know how. I'm not going to give you any steps to go through. I'm going to tell you First and foremost, go to God. We've talked about prayer in the past, and all God wants us is for us to just come to him and just talk to him. He desires a relationship with us. And that's where your freedom will come. Be patient with this process. Like I said, 25 years. Yeah, I really wish it was one year. But I don't think I would be the man I am today at 44 years old 
patient, being able to persevere through the things that I have had to deal with. If God did it in one year. We don't work in God's timing. And that's what's difficult. We, we have a tendency to work on our time. We want things now. We want it to work into our box. And God's timing says, I will do it when I am ready. So as we go today and you find yourself sitting there wanting that freedom, pour out to God. Let him open up those past wounds. Let him identify them for you. Let him understand the purpose of why you had to go through them. Let him heal you and let him provide that freedom for you. This is not a journey just for you or a journey you have to do by yourself. This is a journey God wants to do with you. And like Paul wrote, the old has passed away but behold, a new has come. And when you finally experience that freedom, where your past no longer identifies who you are, but God is who you identify as, you're going to hear the wonderful words, well done, my faithful servant. Thank you.